This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, welcome back to That Mill Podcast. Uh, This is a... Um, a special episode to a degree. Obviously, the pre-season friendlies um, got announced uh, this week and we've obviously got the usual suspects or the semi-usual suspects of the the local teams or or teams where we have some form of history connected to them. Um, But this year's slightly different or this pre-season slightly different. We have an international visitor coming to the den uh, at the end of July and it is Zion Fleming's ex-club. Uh, I think it's Fortu Sittard, who is obviously in the Dutch leagues and uh, and someone who's obviously we know through Zion Fleming. Anyway, we are lucky enough to be joined by a, um, a Zion Fleming, no, a, a Fortuita, is it Fortu Sittard um, fan channel, uh, uh guy called uh and i hopefully get this pronounced right uh, it, it's yellow oh yelly yellow and um and yeah welcome to the show fella how you doing you all right yeah i'm doing all right mate i only want to say it's not yellow the color but yellow yellow more, yellow yeah more dutch so yeah but yeah. i'm very happy to join your podcast no no it's great i mean we've been obviously talking uh on dms and stuff and it was just some of the conversations we were having were, were fairly interesting and I just thought that it would be ideal to give a, a a bit of an insight to some of our fans because, um, and we're going to the transfer of the, the players and whatnot um, a little bit on in the podcast uh, because obviously there's been loads of conversations for us um, being related or being connected to quite a few um dutch players who you know we know nothing about and hopefully you'll be able to give us that but when we were talking on the dms there was an interesting um topic what we were talking about which obviously i didn't know and probably a lot of Millwall fans didn't know but a lot of dutch fans seems to really resonate with Millwall. seem to to really like and and sort of have a a secret club uh, love for Millwall. Yeah, I, I think I can confirm that. I went to Millwall 
uh, when they played against Sunderland. It was a special match. I don't know, uh, Memorial Day, is that possible? Yeah, Remembrance I Day. Yeah, I went there and it was crazy. I just fell in love with English football. Kick and rush uh, to the best. I always heard about it, but never saw it in real life. And uh, I saw Zion again. It was uh, perfect. Uh, the game ended in a draw. It was uh, uh, not quite yeah, the best performance. Jay Cooper scored, I remembered. But I, yeah, the door, I was in a darker stand. Above me is uh, like the guys that make real noise, if you get me. Yeah, and the away yeah. stand was literally perfect. I don't know how many Sunderland fans there were, but they get a own stand, is, yes. uh, if I'm right. Yeah, they do at Millwall. They get what we class as the North Stand, um, which is basically opposite the home end. And yeah, they 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 pretty much get the whole stand. So it'll either they'll either get the upper tier, or depending what team it is and the risk level and everything else, they could potentially get both tiers, which could be anything up to three, four thousand fans there. But normally we probably do about there's normally about two thousand fans. So how does it work in Holland? Are you just all mixed into one or is there segregation but you're all on the same stand or oh no in holland they are crazy with away fans um to be fair it was quite relaxed you get uh, not stands you get a small uh, area in a stand for example with us uh, you have the south stand it's yeah. uh, and the other side is uh, the fernando rex's side the uh, loud not loud uh, guys but uh, we have uh I don't know how to say it in English, but they get separated on uh, the own stand. And left, you have the away guys, and right is the home guys. And yeah, you. Uh, I don't know how to get it in Millwall. Like maybe they go to train, but with us, uh, sometimes you can get with your own car, but mostly you have to go um, with buses so they can uh, identify you and uh, uh, oh, make. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, really, uh, they treat you like a criminal. Uh, like, yeah, it's, uh, it was well, better uh, in the old days, but yeah, you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, most people listening to this will say that they get treated like a criminal for going to football uh, in England, which is true. The, the police are very heavy-handed. Um, the authorities and everything else are very heavy-handed. They, they, they sort of... Um, they treat you like a criminal here, but it's not as excessive. I mean, for us to go to football, you can pretty much go to football however you want. So um, if you want to go to football by train, you can. Uh, if you want to go football by car, you can. If you want to go by bus or coach, you can. Uh, if you want to go by club coach, you can. So pretty much any way you want to go, you can go that way. But obviously... If you go by public transport, like trains and, and bits and pieces like that sort of way, then the police do um, round you up like cattle. So you will be put into escort, possibly to the ground, depending where you're going. Um, you could be contained. You could be what, what's classed as kettled, where pretty much you, you'll have a line of police around you and they just hold you in a, in a certain part for however long until they feel that then they can move you off. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, it, I think it's not pleasant now going to football. I think, you know, you are 
hounded a lot more, but it doesn't sound as if it's as bad as it is in Holland. So, um, so yeah. So you are a, is it a Fortuita Sittard fan? Uh, we call ourselves Fortinese and it's okay. pronounced Fortuna Sittard. Yep. Uh, yeah. And we really like to go to England on in uh, July. <laughs> I don't okay, think so, you guys understand how much uh, we like Millwall at uh, Fortuna. No, I don't. I don't think um, we do. But we're we're going to that in a in a second about that. So, tell us a bit about your team then. I mean, uh, are they an old team, a new team? Um, you know, how are they doing in the league? And and obviously, what style of play do they play? Well, uh, Fortuna is the first. Uh, paid football organization in the Netherlands. Uh, we are two teams combined. We started uh, with Fortuna 54 in 1954, I believe. And um, in 1968, we combined with Setardia. So Fortuna and Setardia become Fortuna Setard. And then, uh, yeah, we are not. Uh, we almost... Uh, went bankrupt like two or three times. Uh, nobody believes in us and uh, even the football organization in the Netherlands, KNVB, uh, once said in a press conference uh, that we are bankrupt, that we are no longer a football club. But yeah, uh, we fight back. We won, uh, uh, we won uh, the case with uh, KNVB. And uh, now we are here. In 2016, we... Uh, uh, got a new owner, Isitan Gun, and from there, uh, we in within two years we got promoted. Sixteen years we went in the first division, and uh, Isitan game two years, and we uh, got to the Eredivisie, and we didn't get relegated because of Sion Fleming one year. I got to uh, that's why we love him, and now we are. Mm, I don't want to say we're doing bad. But we uh, got so many players with so high wages, we expected to do a little bit better than now. So, obviously, you said that you like um, Millwall. You sound, the team sounds very familiar to, um, to Millwall, is in the Football Association or the football authorities don't necessarily like you. They don't necessarily like us either. So, you know, it is, um, it is what it is. And our, obviously, our motto, no one likes us, we don't care. Um, is pretty strong with us because people don't necessarily like us and, you know, Millwall fans really don't care. Um, but it, it it sounds as if you're very similar on this. So does the Millwall um, appreciation come from the fact that Zian Fleming has come to us or was there a Millwall... Um, love before Zian Fleming came? Uh, I think, I got to be honest, the first time I heard about Millwall was the uh, time that they wanted to buy Zian, but it didn't uh, work out. It was in the winter, I guess. And uh, yeah, and then I get to know the club a little bit better because I once uh, to write about uh, that Fortuna rejects uh, Millwall's bid. And then I came uh, after the fact that you, uh, no one likes us, we don't care. And me and my dad, we looked at each other and we thought, yeah, that's crazy. And then we heard about that uh, uh, 
yeah that you uh, created your own club because you didn't get anywhere else in and that you didn't care about what other things about you and then i said to my dad i got to go to a game i don't care how but we got to go and uh, we went against sunderland it was amazing again but yeah the fact that Zian came to millwall is the fact that a lot of people know about millwall at Sittard. And I think it's a uh, combined C in place there is, and he was amazing. So we uh, we really wanted to do him well. And then we saw Millwall. And I think the fact that no one likes us, we don't care, and that we can uh, associate with that. Those two things combined, I think that's the reason why people love Millwall. No, we really love, like Millwall at, uh, at Setart. Yeah, no, I'll get that. So, I mean, obviously it was a... It was a shame that Zian Fleming left you because obviously looking uh, at different reports and stuff, he was one of your best players and, and really helped you um, stay up and stuff. But I take it that when he did come to us with, with obviously the money, the money probably helped you out a lot as a club, um, considering where you are. Uh, mm. The money was never the problem with us because uh, when after we sold Z and Fleming, we bought Burak Yilmaz. I don't know if you know him. No. He's uh, he's the biggest footballer of Turkey, and he went from Lille, making champion in France, to Fortuna. Yeah, they call him the king in Turkey, and that's uh, not for a bad reason. He's uh, the top scorer there, and uh, we have a new, yeah, new owner. He who has a lot of money now. He's uh, under investigation now, so I don't want to uh, talk too much about them. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the money was never the problem with us. Uh, we just really wanted to do Zion uh, Fleming well in the other country because, yeah, he helped us so much. And it's a bit like, uh, yeah, you do well here, so go get uh, your career from uh, the ground to the top, you know? Do you think... One day, obviously, you know, before we started recording, we were talking, you, you, you mentioned, obviously, that there is an offer, allegedly, um, from Burnley for Fleming. Do you think uh, uh, one day in the future, Fleming will be destined for the Premier League? Oh, yeah, I think uh, this is the right time for him. I don't want to uh, 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 talk about him in the Premier League so you can uh, uh, buy, uh, uh, sell him. So we can get money once because yeah. Fatina has like 15% that sell on clause. But uh, uh, he's the MVP of you this season, of course. And if there's a moment he should go for a really high fee, I think this is the moment because this was a season. Uh, yeah, Zian, uh, like saw Zian Long, I think he can do this again. But why take the risk, you know? And I think if you, I've, I heard you right, Millwall needs the money, kind of, because not very high fees. If you can get like six to ten million, I think you should do it immediately. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I disagree to a to a level of what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from. I would, I would like to see Zion do another, um, another year in the championship really cement himself, prove that he's not a one-trick pony, that he can do it two years on the trot, and then look to sell him one, his value will go up a lot more. 
Um, I wouldn't necessarily like to sell him for less than 10 million. And I think that if he performs as good as or, or better, ideally better than what he did this season, then I think potentially um, the transfer fee will be, will be a lot higher, maybe 15, maybe 20, depending. If he comes out and scores 30 goals next season for us, then, you know, realistically 15, 20 million. And then obviously, if what you say is correct, that there's a 15% sell-on fee there, then it's more money for you as well. Yeah, that's that's right. I think uh, we had a similar situation at Fortuna. First season he came, he was absolutely amazing. Uh, that's why Nottingham Forest wants to buy him uh, back then. Yeah. But we reject all of it. That was back yeah. in 2020, 2021, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I rejected all of the bets. It was a crazy high, I think. Nottingham Forest even uh, at one stage... Uh, bet a lot more money than Millwall paid for Zia now, but we just wanted to keep him, we wanted to push further, didn't want to get relegated, so we just needed to keep our best player, simple. Yeah, because uh, we, we coming from in the winter, and we, I think you wanted about four or five million, and yeah. then when we come back in for him, the, the fee was massively dropped, and, and I think I think we meant we ended up getting him for about 1.4, 1.7 million. Oh, I thought it was like uh, Dutch horses says it's 2.5 uh, million pounds, so like 3 million euros. It's a, a steal again, but I, I that might be with add ons, but I, I think it was, um, I think it was less than that to be fair, but yeah, no, I mean, to be fair, the media will always um pump it up so yeah let me just double check i suppose but yeah we'll um we'll look at that and see but the reason for that uh, low fee was uh, that fortuna and zian talked and zian really wanted to go to uh, nottingham uh, at the time because he thought the championship was the best place for him to develop and then uh, they made a deal when millwall came uh, that if he uh, stayed for the season and uh, make sure we didn't get relegated. He should. He he can go. They. Uh, he, uh, he that they didn't want to decline everything. They just wanted to help with him. So they. Oh, uh, okay. That's kind of the reason. Uh, because I was spoke to a couple of Millwall fans as well, and they were like, uh, "How can you like us? We st- <laughs> we stole your best player for a crazy low fee, but it was like a deal." So we. All wanted to go. Uh, all wanted for him to go to Millwall and uh, just show them levels, and he did. So we pretty much, um, we pretty much in the local paper who's quite connected to the club. Um, it was a, a a record deal for us, and it was one point seven million pounds for a three year contract. I uh, how many euros is that? So I really don't. Uh, that will be about two point two two point five million euros, I think. That's still one of the highest uh, outgoing fees for us. I think maybe only from Beaumont did go for more, but I need to check yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it will. Where are we? Um, oh no, on the. On the... On the current exchange rate at the moment, it's just 1.7 million. Is just under just under two million euros. 
And I think at the time when we when we done the deal, I think it was there was speculation that it was about two point two million euros. So yeah, it's but it's a it's a good deal for us for the player what he is. And if and if what you're saying is if we'd have brought him in the winter, he was going to cost us you know which we wouldn't have probably paid four to five million. And then the deal was done between us and obviously your club where. If you let us keep him till the end of the season and he can help us try and avoid relegation, then basically you can have him at a, a snip of the price and we put a 15% sell-on cause on and everyone's happy. I think that would probably be the deal of a century, if I'm if I'm honest with you. Especially that, you know, I think he's, he's worth up to 10 million at the moment. If he has another blinding season, that could potentially go 15, 20. So, you know, realistically you're looking to get, you know, close to the transfer fee um, again for um, whenever we do sell him. Obviously, if we sell him for 20 million, then you're you're looking at um, a good chunk there, aren't you? Yeah, of course. That's, uh, I think, what makes it so special about this deal, that uh, he stayed, he helped us. Because, I don't know if you know, but in the last match, we needed to win because otherwise we're going down. Even yeah. if we draw, we uh, would go down. Zion scored and uh, we won eventually with 1-0. Uh, and in the last minute, he uh, had a ball from the goal line. If he didn't work there, we were get relegated. Wow. So, is Zion Fleming, I take it then, pretty much a legend at your club then? Yeah, he's even... Uh, we have, uh, uh, I don't know, like pictures of uh, legends in the stadium. Yeah. On big, big, uh, uh, shit, I don't know how to say it, but like posters, uh, big, yeah, posters, posters banners, yeah, 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 banners, uh, like John Linford. I don't know if you know him, he's on one, yeah. uh, Von Bommel is on one, uh, Hofland, and then there's Ian Fleming. <laughs> so, you're obviously coming over. Do you think there'd be a, a, a big, um, a lot of fans traveling or do you think it will be low numbers i think mm, depends because if you go to the uk you need a passport right now and i don't think everyone has that right okay but but i know a couple of fans are really uh uh going now for a passport they're even buying it uh, so i hope we can reach like 2k yeah 2000 fans that would be that'd be fantastic to have 2,000 crazy Dutch fans in the stadium. Obviously, don't bring any flares because um, you'll get arrested and um, <laughs> you'll get deported. Um, for you know, in England, um, flares and thunder flashes, that sort of stuff are, are all banned from the stadium. And also, another disadvantage for you guys is that you can't drink beer watching the game yeah. either. Yeah, that was a, a big, big surprise for me when I came to Millwall. Uh, you yeah. can eat, right? Because I ate. Yeah, you can eat. Yeah, you can eat. Um, you can eat our crap food. That's fine, but you won't be able to drink our wheat beer either. Uh, you can drink it in the in the concourse, but you're just not allowed. Unfortunately, there's a an old um, an old fashioned law here that basically states that you're not allowed to drink within view of the pitch. But if we were playing rugby, you'll be able to sit in a stand and drink beer. But because it's football. You're not allowed to drink beer in the in view of the pitch. 
Oh, that's crazy. I uh, I hope a lot of Dutch people listen to this because uh, yeah, I bet a lot of uh, Fortuna fans don't know that. But is it yeah. you can buy a pie, right? That you, was you can buy food. What you mean a pint? Is yeah, it a beer? A, a pie, like a, a meat pie. Can yeah, 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 yeah. You can buy yeah, you can buy a pie, you can buy food, you can buy chips or fries, you can buy everything, you can buy soft. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Drinks, all of that, it's only alcohol and smoking you can't do in the stands. Ooh, that's crazy. I was uh, surprised with the pie and pints the deal. That was <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. You can get a pie and a pint deal, but you just have to drink the beer before going back to your seat. Yeah, and how does uh, the away fans get to the stadium? Your best bet is um, go to London Bridge and then go to South Bermondsey Station or go to Bermondsey Tube Station. And then literally, uh, if you go to South Bermondsey Station then there's a designated walkway what will take you right to the ground or you can go to Bermondsey and just walk up uh, and get to the ground that way. It's, it's about a 10 minute, 15 minute walk from the tube station or it's it's about a five minute walk from South Bermondsey overground. So it's, it's you, close. I, 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 will text, I can text you all the, all the information you need anyway. I'll give you a link to it so it's not a problem. Oh, uh, perfect. And, uh, oh shit, hold on. Yes, uh, the only thing now about your away fans, do you think Millwall will allow them? Because Fortuna uh, obli- obviously uh, has uh, given green light that they can go, but they need to wait for approval for Millwall. Um, I can't see why they wouldn't, to be fair. Um, I don't think there's any history between us. I think that because of and Fleming and that, I don't think there'll be a... Um, I don't think there's a, a a massive issue between the two clubs, and I, I can't see I can't see them not. Um, but again, it is Millwall, and we we'll have to see um, you know what they want to do. They are a they are a law to themselves. Uh, I think it will be disappointing if they don't allow your fans to travel um, to come and say you know come and see Zian and also come and um, create an atmosphere. I don't think it'll be a massive sellout game for for our fans. We might only have one one side of the stadium open, possibly. We might have more, um, but it'll be good to have, uh, you know, especially if you're if if there's potential, you know, for you lot to bring a good few fans. Then I think it'll be it'll be great to have you in the stadium. So um, yeah, we'll have to wait on there. I mean, you know, um, we can obviously maybe do some inquiries with the club to see if they're going to allow you, and then let you know a bit earlier but yeah we we can make some inquiries into that for you so yeah that's not a problem 
But listen, while you're on, um, I'm going to use your knowledge now on Dutch players because we seem to, at the moment, uh, keep being linked. Since Zion Fleming, obviously, it looks as if we brought Zion Fleming in. He's made a massive impact across the football world last season. A lot of people um, come to watch him. A lot of people noticed him. His, his obviously, his style, his, his play and everything else has, has intrigued a lot of people. There now seems to be a lot more activity within our uh, media talking about Dutch players now. You've got Arsenal looking at Dutch players. You've got other Premier, Premier League teams looking at Dutch players. We've been linked with a couple. So um, what's your views on potentially George Cox joining Millwall? George Cox is an interesting one. He played for four years at Fortuna. And uh, when he came, he came like a substitute. And the number 12, we needed an extra left back because at the time, Mika Pinto played there. But uh, when he got a chance, he immediately uh, grabs it. And then after that, I don't think he went out of the starting 11 again. But seeing the play of Millwall, like long ball, uh, they need strong guys. If you're looking for a strong left back, he's not the one for you. But uh, like technically on the ball, he's he's very good. He even sc- uh, scored in a, the season when Zidane Fleming really played good for us. He scored against uh, Ajax two times, PSV. Uh, he was, uh, I think, on the top five top scorers in our team, and that was like the best year we got when we came in the Eredivisie. Is so, he is is he fast? Is he you know? Is it, what what sort of style of of play would you say he is? He's uh, not a left back. I think he's more of a, a, a left a le- wing back. Yeah, that's more like him. Uh, but he's a smart player on the ball. He can really uh, he sees he has good vision, but not uh, like defending. I don't think. That's a strong point because so, uh, yeah. so he's he's stronger going forward than possibly tracking back. Yeah, that's definitely uh, you could say that. Uh, I mean, if he can take the ball forward, then he's definitely a player would be would be of interest because I think this season we're potentially going to be looking at playing wing backs and wingers more, so he could fit into that criteria. And the fact that he's available for free um, could be a. a, a a big point really for us. It could be a good turning point for us if we could get him for nothing. Um, and again, he, 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 he makes an impact. And then obviously again, there's potential for us to sell him on and make money. Uh, another Dutch player, what's been linked towards Millwall is Brian Platt. Yeah. The, the guy from Volendam. Yeah. What's, yeah, he... what's he like? I, I think he's a mix of a center back and a right back. He is one uh, meter and 29 centimeters. I don't know how many feet that is or something, but uh, a really long guy. When you play at Volendam, uh, you need to, uh, yeah, it's sort of like a mini Ajax the first half of the season. They uh, only want to uh, go out from their own uh, strength. So pass, move, 
But the second uh, half of the season, they went uh, with five at the back. And then you saw he really had huge potential, in my opinion. Uh, for Millwall, I think it can be a great uh, signing. But then again, I don't know how reliable the source is or something. But if you manage to get him, I think it, it can be a really good fit for you. Yeah, I mean, the reason I think we're looking at Wiggins is at the start of the season, last season, we were playing five at the back and we didn't necessarily have um, the wingers or the wingbacks what were fast enough or um, good enough with the ball to be able to get the ball forward. So it wasn't necessarily exciting football. So halfway through or a few games in, um, probably about 10 games in or so, maybe just over, we then ended up changing to four at the back and we become um, playing a lot better football. So most fans have got a feeling that Gary Rowett's probably going to look at potentially going to five at the back again because that's his style of play. And obviously some of these players, like you're saying, seem to fit in um, to that 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 position in that formation. Uh, another one that's mentioned is, um, is it Derry Mil- M- Milkin? Uh, Derry John Merkin. Yeah. Yeah, it's... How, uh... What's he like and what's his style of play? If you look at him, you think it's a typical championship player. He's fast, he's strong. On the ball, he's not... It's kind of the opposite of George Cox. He's on the ball, yeah. he's not very good, but he has strength, power. And I think it's better if you play him at left wing back with five at the back again. Right. I th- if you look at five at the back uh, defenders, all three are better there. I've got you, I've got you. There's another player, and I'm going to pronounce this name because it is proper Dutch, but it is, to me, I would probably um, pronounce it Vanderhoek, where it's, um, I think it's either N-O-N-O-O-K at the end, but you're probably going to pronounce it completely different to me. Well, I don't um, know. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about right now, Van Hang Hoek. on. Yeah, I'll tell, uh, I'll, um, uh, I'll, uh, I'll tell you who it is exactly in two seconds or how... How it's spelt. Um, where are we? It's one that's been around. I can't think of any place for now either. Um, it's it's been around for. It's been mentioned for a while. Where are we? Um, it's. I need the rumours, not the. Not the. There we go. No. Uh, football transfers, rumours. It is. Right. Yeah. It's Sydney. Sydney Ham. Yeah, yeah, Van Hoydel. That's it. I don't oh. know where I've got. Yeah, yeah. There we go, uh, Van Hoydel. Son, yep. son of a legend, uh, Pierre Van Hoydel. Yep. Realistically, I think it's, it is impossible for you. Too much money or he's... Because yeah, he's rumoured... Because his dad used to play for Forest, didn't he? And, yeah, Pierre Van Hoydel. And I think he, yeah, and I think he's probably he's probably going to be Forest bound. But it is a player where what we've been mentioned quite a bit on. Yeah, I, I think it's impossible. He was the top scorer of Eredivisie last season. There were rumours he was going to PSV, and then like fees for six million, seven million. So if you look at him, I think the price tag is way too high. 
No, I totally agree with you there, possibly. So that's probably ruled out and probably upset half our listeners, but also half our listeners know that I'm really crap at pronouncing stuff. So um, they're probably all chuckling to themselves now with my pronunciation of of that fella. But is there <laughs> any other is there any other Dutch players who maybe we should be looking at or fans should be looking at to say, you know, this player would probably suit Millwall really well because obviously it. There are quite, there are probably a handful of fans, a good, a good few fans, will probably look at European football to a degree. But it's probably a lot what only really look around England. Um, but what, what, what Dutch players do you think? Yeah, that would be that. That player would be fairly cheap, and that would be a good addition to Millwall. He would play that way. Any, any um, players you can think of for that? Now the first, uh, it's not a Dutch player, but he plays in the Dutch league. Not the f- uh, the first player that came in mind was Willem Willemsson from Goat Eagles. Yeah, uh, he's a very strong uh, midfielder from Iceland who also plays in attack. And the reason why we played two times against Goat Eagles, and normally they are team fifty uh, fifty if we beat them, because they also uh, went up a year after we went up. And he he's played so so well. He was so smart, but yet so strong. And uh, headers he wins it all the time. If you play a kick and rush, I, I prefer him on the team than uh, George Cox, for example. Uh, so if you and I think the price tag ain't that high. So if you can manage to get him, I think it was the best fit you can get. Okay, okay. When you 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 keep using the word kick and rush, is that basically you're you're talking about playing it on the ground, or you're talking about kick it upfield and then run to get the ball? Is, is what what do you mean by kick and rush? Uh, yeah, it's like uh, uh, there's a stereotype in the Dutch. So uh, like long ball, long uh, striker. And then win the second ball and play from there. I've got you. So basically, what we in England we call that um, hoofball. So basically, oh. you're you're half, and you basically kick it up to the lone striker or or one of the your your upfield players, your midfielders or whatever, and then just basically hold it in the box and then pass it on and hope that your striker will score. That that's what you mean by kick and rush, yeah. Yeah, kind of Sean Dice's tactic. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. No, I, I, I completely get that. I completely get that. So, yeah. So, um, are you coming over to watch watch the game at the end of the month, or you're not coming, or what's happening? I'm really excited to go. Uh, I even uh, filled on my work and vacation to go to London. The only thing is, uh, if I am required to go uh, with the bus, yeah, uh, but then it's maybe a bit. Too much for me, but if I can get on a plane, go to London, meet uh, one of you guys, drink a pint, why not? Listen, I'm really no, looking I, forward I, to it. I don't, I, I honestly don't see that being a problem. To be fair, mate, um, I think it's it's you know that that side's possible. But yeah, we we can keep in touch with that and and see what's what. Uh, you won't be meeting me. I'm not here that day. I'm away, but um, I think I've got. I'm I'm away with the family somewhere on that day as well, which is which is a nightmare because you make plans and then all these games come out. Same as one of our other guys is away the beginning part, the the front two games. But one of the lads who who we come with will 
will no doubt meet up with you, so that's not a problem there at all. Um, before we end, is there um, any anything else what you want to tell us about? You know, the, the Dutch or, or or anything else you think is there anything any stories you think we should know about ZN or um, or just anything really what you want to tell us before we end? I mean, I don't know. I mean, we don't. Do you think really that we should probably look at coming over to Holland and, and catching a few games of football just to see the different style. I mean, you know, is it is it a good games to watch or are they, you know, they're great for the fans but not necessarily for tourists? Yeah, I if you go to Fortuna uh, last season with uh, the coach that went uh, Julio Velasquez, a Spanish coach, it wasn't really pleasant to see. I think it was... Uh, like the results were fine, but football was, or oh, it hurts my eyes really so <laughs> defensively. When Dutch, uh, the Dutch made a media and also kind of the Dutch fans want to see uh, a possession, attack on attack, less defending, more attacking. If you're looking for that, I think you can go to the Netherlands. But we had a new coach, Danny Buys now. I don't know how he's going to play. He said he wants to play uh, attacking. But with his last uh, two uh, jobs, he didn't attack. So we just need to see how that uh, is going. But I think you should go to the Netherlands and go to Fortuna. Really nice atmosphere if you go to the uh, Fernando Rixen side with the loud guys. They are really nice. Drink a pint. You can drink a pint on the uh, stand as well. Yeah, it's worth going just for that. So then, the, uh, the most difficult question you faced all evening... What's your prediction for Millwall versus Sittard? Yeah, I'm really hyped for the game. I'm mostly when I'm hyped, it's a disappointment. So I think nil nil. You think nil nil? <laughs> I, I, uh... I, I think I can see it being. I'm gonna go for. Shall I go two nil or three nil? And I'm going to go 3 0 Zion Fleming hat trick. Yeah, the result really it doesn't bother me at all. I we just wanted to go to, on an international tour with, uh, and it's really amazing that it's, that we can go to Millwall if they approve. And then the, I don't think the fans were bothered by the results. I just think they wanted to uh, have a party, you know. Yeah. No. Look, I get that, and I think um, it's really. It was a really strange when we were having a conversation um, on messaging and that where, you know, we didn't realise that the Dutch, there's a lot of Dutch fans. We put a couple of videos. We talked on this on the podcast uh, this week and there was a guy on YouTube who came on and said, yeah, no, I, I live in Holland and, yeah, the Dutch love Millwall. Um, there's an affiliation with Millwall. So, again, you know, it's not just you. It does seem to, to be... Um, that way we have a, a lot of people love Millwall um around the world because you know we are probably the last unfiltered club left um we are what we are love us or hate us um everybody everybody secretly loves Millwall or wants Millwall to do well but most people won't ever admit it so uh yeah but it's our club we love them um and yeah, it, it, it is what it is. So look, thank you very much for joining us tonight. 
I do understand it is very late your end um, for us recording it, obviously, with the time difference and whatnot. So I do appreciate you joining us. And, um, yeah, let's keep in touch. And, obviously, hopefully your fans are allowed to come over. Um, oh, hello. You're back. Hi. Hopefully your fans come over. And, uh, and yeah, we have a, a great atmosphere in the stand. And, uh, obviously, we win. Yeah, it's fine by me if we can come. And uh, thank you for having me on the podcast. It was uh, really pleasant to be here. Not a problem at all. And if we hear of any more Dutch fans, um, then we we can uh, we we'll get back in touch with you and ask your opinion on them. But do you want to give what your your um, your Twitter feed is, and if anyone wants to follow you or get in touch, um, is it is it fortuita? Sittard Central, isn't it? Uh, Fortuna Sittard Central, yeah. yeah <laughs> and on yeah. Twitter, they can find me on the Fortuna S Central. Like, everything but Sittard. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, we'll put a link in the description uh, in the show if you do want to give him a follow. Most of his tweets are in Dutch, so you'll have to translate them. But, look, um, it's Ella. Ella? Yellow. Right? Yellow. 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 Yellow, that's it. There's no no W on the end of it. So, Yellow, um, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at the end of the month, fella. All right? No problem. Speak thank to you soon. Bye-bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.